Welcome to Smart Habits for Translators, a podcast for translators by translators, bringing you simple strategies to build better habits and improve your business and lifestyle. We're your hosts, Madalena sanchez Ampalo and Veronica de Michelis. Like you, we are professional translators striving to balance the challenges that come with building a career and maintaining clarity and boundaries between work and personal life. Welcome to Smart Habits for Translators. This is episode 88, and I can't believe we're saying this, but it's our last episode of the podcast. It's really bittersweet, very special, especially the topic we picked for our last episode, work-life clarity. It's kind of coming full circle because that was our first topic on the podcast and probably one that maybe started it all as we just talked about work-life clarity and smart habits and goals before we even decided to do the podcast. But if you missed the news and you would like to learn more about why we decided to bring the podcast to the end, please check our previous episode where we explain it all. We are still friends. We're still, uh, you know, (laughs) very much are connected and we'll continue talking about this topics just between us. But we don't have the bandwidth to continue the podcast anymore. And we felt like after four years, we've really done all we can as far as sharing this with the world. And we're really grateful for our listeners, but it felt like like it was a good time to close the podcast. And we'll keep our website up and the entire archive of our episodes will still be available. So hopefully it's evergreen enough to where our listeners will still enjoy the episodes. Yeah, it is. I was thinking that too today. I was like, this is kind of very full circle. Ending the podcast with the same topic as we started, work-life clarity, which is really what kicked off the whole idea of the podcast, I think, with smart habits, because we really do not just talk about business, but also stuff related to our personal, you know, lives and how smart habits can play into that. And, you know, before we get too far into this, I think that's one of the things when we decided to wrap up the podcast. It was interesting because my guess is that we both probably should have done it a while ago because <laughs> we've been so busy and we've yeah. been so occupied with so many things. But I feel like, too, it is just a good time to wrap it up because, you know, there are other podcasts out there that everybody can enjoy. And ours is, you know, one, like you said, that's pretty evergreen and everybody can continue to to listen to it. But it's, I don't know, I think I personally respect, you know, any kind of creative venture that sort of finishes up while they still have energy and not when they're completely wiped out. And I feel like if we had continued, we probably would have been completely wiped out (laughs) just because we've both become so busy in the last few years. And yeah, I can't believe it's been four years. So crazy to think that because I remember when we started, it was just a whirlwind and it was right before the pandemic hit a few months before. And so it's been nice to be able to be in the earbuds and earphones of colleagues and friends and people who we've become closer friends with through the podcast. So that's been really cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's bring this back to the beginning, but also after four years of hopefully a little learning and education about, you know, work-life clarity, we'll bring it back around to this topic. So 
you know, we want to talk first about what is work-life clarity. If you haven't listened to our very first episode, that's okay. It is a good episode, I think, for most people to start with, sort of to get to know the topics of our podcast better and to understand where we're coming from. But work-life clarity for us was something that we picked up from an interview done on Deliberate Freelancer, which is another great podcast with Melanie Paget Powers. And it was an interview that she had with a guest about work-life clarity. And they talked about that instead of work-life balance. And I think that that's really important because work-life clarity is something that I think we can all sort of feel good about and not have to think we're chasing some kind of balance in uh, life that doesn't actually exist. I don't know about you, but I've never had work-life balance. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) Right. So, but the clarity piece is important because it helps us to decide which area needs more attention at any given time because we're clear about what our values are, what's important to us, what we feel is most vital in our life at the time. And sometimes it's family and sometimes it's business and sometimes it's friends and sometimes you may be something else, health or a variety of those things together at the same time. So I think that what's key, at least for me, is knowing, sort of reflecting and seeing what's going on right now at this moment in our season of life and just, you know, saying, you know what, even though I would like to lean further into something, maybe that's not the right thing for me right now, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I think you brought up the topic of work-life clarity to me before we started the podcast and it really spoke to me because I've always felt before I even became a freelancer that this notion of work-life balance is a myth. Like even before kids, I wasn't able to, you know, not that I was actively chasing it, but I never felt that I had perfect balance and life really isn't about perfectly balancing every aspect of your life that would just be insane and it's, it's not possible, but it's more about Having that feeling, I guess, of being at ease with where you are at the moment and what your priorities are at the moment, and they can always change in the different phases of lives and different phases and stages of your business and personal life. And so it's more about having clarity of about what's important right now, maybe this month or this quarter or this year or in this season of your life and looking at all the different areas of your lives because it's not just work and life. <laughs> if you break it down into different parts of like, what is your life about, you know, and what is your work about different aspects of it or different, I guess, areas, it's really more than just work-life balance or work-life clarity. So I think that's what really spoke to me when we first talked about it for more than four years ago now. And I guess with the years now, I, I've really been thinking about the work-life clarity notion more than ever and kind of correcting myself and even others, like people I know, maybe friends and family who say, oh, work-life balance, I would, you know, kind of strike a conversation about clarity instead. And I find that that's, that's always a very interesting conversation with people. It's also just more relatable, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. It's fairer too. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, I was thinking the other day, I was like thinking about this topic and I heard somebody say how they started working more on their health last year and they realized how that actually directly affects their business too. And I'm sure it affects their family life as well and many other things. But that's something that I think is interesting because you know, like you said, it's usually like a combination of things and one can lead into another and depending on what's a priority for you at any given time. And I mean, obviously we would hope our health is always a priority, but you know, we're all humans. So (laughs) 
we go through phases. But yeah, so I think that's really cool. It is. And I've been hearing more and more people say that. And even yesterday, Corinne McKay's newsletter, in, in her newsletter, I think towards the end, she wrote, I am the business. I am my business. So by taking care of me, I'm taking care of my business. I was really glad to see that she wrote that. And I've been noticing more and more people speaking up about it or sharing that in their newsletters or conversations. Yeah. Acknowledging how important it is. Absolutely. And, you know, I don't know that the pandemic brought this about, but I think it did have an impact on people that they realized that in a much clearer way. Yeah. Just curious, like, have you felt that your understanding or approach to work-life clarity has changed or evolved since we started the podcast several years ago? I would say so. Yeah. I've been thinking about it during the holiday break, (laughs) which is often the time like whenever I'm on a break or traveling, especially, I think about, you know, how the previous year went and some maybe intentions I want to set for the for the coming year. And I noticed that my understanding of work-life clarity is more nuanced now than it was four years ago and maybe even last year. I've recognized that there are so many elements that go into both the work and the life aspect of this term or notion we're talking about. You know, it's your physical health, it's your mental health, it's your personal relationships, it's the things that you do that kind of feed your spirit, your hobbies, your, you know, any leisure activities you like to do, your spiritual health. And then with the work aspects, there's just so many of them too, you know, finances and your professional community and your professional growth and, you know, all all the other things that go into business. So these priorities can shift. So I think that with that, one of the big changes I've decided I'll do this year is that Or maybe it's just because the year seems to be very, already now, seems to be very busy and hectic and I don't want to overwhelm myself. I'm going to do monthly planning rather than quarterly planning this year, just because there are so many aspects of both work and life that I need to take into account. This year's um, big milestone for our family is our daughter will be transitioning from elementary to junior high school. And I really want to nurture my relationships with my children and I my husband. Yeah, <laughs> so, I know. I feel like that can't be possible. <laughs> you know, she's still a baby in my mind, but she's growing up and I want to be there for her. So, and it's going to be a lot of travel for me this year. So I really want to make sure that I prioritize appropriately this year. So yeah, I would say just it's a more nuanced understanding for me and priorities and clarity about what's important in a given moment will be very different for me this year. So I've really focused on different aspects of work and life and what my priorities will be in a given month or a week. Yeah, I like that. I think that's so interesting. I wonder if we hadn't done the podcast, sometimes I wonder like how things would have evolved, like not for you, but for me personally, you know, it's interesting because the podcast did really kind of make us think because we had specific topics in mind, you know, that all sort of relate back to work-life clarity. And one of the things that I think is interesting is when we decided to do the podcast, you know, we kind of didn't really know what would come of it, you know, like what kind of 
I don't know, like friendships through our colleagues we would have or, you know, some of the different things that we would even discuss. You know, we didn't even have some of these topics in mind yet and it sort of evolved. And I think that's a very good point that you made about it being more nuanced. And I think that that's true. I also believe that for me, it's the same thing. I think work-life clarity has become something I think about more, whereas before... I don't know that I didn't think about it, but I didn't think about it in this way, probably. And I think that the monthly planning thing is really smart on your part. And it's necessary, especially when you get busy with, you know, family and travel and all of that. I've had that for several years, too, and it can be a lot. So, but even if anything, you know, projects for clients, finances, you know, like my husband and I right now, we're saving for different things that we need to do around our house. And I'm thinking, well, that's not just going to happen. You know, we've got to sit down and really figure out how we're going to put this money aside because these are bigger projects, you know. And it's that kind of thing. You have to be very clear about what you need and what you can, maybe you don't need as much or you can do without. And that kind of a scenario, I think, is also a way to think about clarity. Maybe not with work, but, well, maybe, I don't know, depending on how you you think about it, but it has become definitely, I think, different for me over the past four years. And I think with each passing year, it, it changes. You know, like you mentioned about your daughter going off to junior high school, you go through these seasons and I think that's good. I mean, it shows evolution, right? It shows being able to evolve with it. So yeah, that's really cool. I love that. So let's talk about some signs. If somebody's listening to this, that they might want to or need to think about work-life clarity and maybe how to find it. So <laughs> do as I say and not as I do, I guess. But <laughs> I often find that when I really need to think about work-life clarity or just, you know, Priorities in general, it's maybe a little bit too late. It could be at the point of burnout. So I would say if you're feeling even close to being burned out, it's probably time to think about that. If you've had any health issues, perhaps that might be a time where you want to really sit down and think about, you know, how things are going I and mean, where you might want to create clarity and prioritize certain things over others. Also, you know, like you said, related to milestones or just evolving in general. I mean, my own business has evolved a lot in the last few years. My family has evolved. We've moved, like these kinds of things, you know? And so I think anytime you go through a change, a big change, or if you've like, you know, like I said, feeling close to burnout or you're having a health issue or anything like that, or somebody around you is that you're close to, that might be time to think about these things. And it doesn't have to be anything negative. It could be positive changes as well, obviously. But I do think that they're trying to make time to do this, you know, on a regular basis is smart. Yeah, I agree. Things like such big life changes are definitely, which should serve as a trigger to look at your work-life clarity and your your priorities again and kind of take a step back and see what needs to be adjusted. I don't know about you, but I tend to try and downplay this and be like, oh, it's not a big deal. You know, yes, this thing happened or is happening, but I'm sure, you know, there are people in the world with bigger problems and I, I can handle it, and, you know, it'll, <laughs> but, but in reality that can lead to burnout and that can lead to, you know, other issues. And I think that also just there's this kind of glorified sense of busyness and you may feel like, People around you are doing or achieving more than you are, and you're kind of pushing yourself to do more and more and more, or being so busy that you kind of lose joy in what you do in your work, or maybe your relationships are starting to suffer, or you start feeling like you're losing focus and you're not motivated anymore. You start kind of rethinking if what you're doing is the right thing, and 
questioning your career or your choices when it comes to work and life. So I think all of these would be kind of warning signs that it's time to take a little break and do like a review of where you're at and what your concerns are and how to maybe readjust some of the areas in your work and life and see where you need to set different priorities or maybe different boundaries. And sometimes it's best to make, um, you know, these kind of decisions on your own. And sometimes it helps to talk to someone that you trust, like a trusted friend or a colleague or a family member who would be willing to hear you out and just be a listening partner. And if you do need feedback and advice, they'd be able to provide that. So I think it just depends on your personality or maybe what you need in that moment. Even a counselor or therapist, you know, yes. like sometimes it's good to talk to somebody who's not even involved in your day to day just to get a, an outside opinion. So, yeah, I think that's a good point is just not thinking you have to do it alone. And I don't know about you, but it's sort of like what you were saying about when you have a break, like a holiday break or something, you tend to think about these things more. But there's something to that, right? Like there's something to having a fresh start. And I think the new year brings that on, which is part of the reason we wanted to do this episode right now. That is so true. And I was just talking to a friend yesterday about the fact that it's often the change of pace or the change of scenery. Like maybe, you know, for me, we traveled for the holiday break. So that is always the time when I find myself like, oh, I'm out of my usual comfort zone and I'm out of my usual routine. And suddenly I have time and space to think you know, I get all sorts of ideas and thoughts in my head about, you know, the the way things went last year or my aspirations are for the coming year, which can be hard to do or kind of like force yourself to do if you're just sitting at your desk at home or in your office and like, you know, now I have to do a year in review or planning. But it kind of happens naturally if you're out of your usual element. And it also helps you to look at what maybe you thought was a priority or was something you wanted to do or, you know, whatever it was that you decided for the previous time period. And if you didn't do it, it's deciding if that's still important to you. And I think that brings work-life clarity as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So one thing in thinking about this, and we've talked about this many different times on the podcast and with a lot of guests too, is about setting priorities and boundaries intentionally. And what does that mean and how does that look? And I think, you know, I don't know about you, but when I hear people say they need to set boundaries, I often hear it sort of in a negative way. Maybe that's just me. Yeah. (laughs) It could just be my personality. But I do find that People think about setting boundaries as something that they have to do because if they don't, something negative will happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I guess, yeah, maybe that's the origin of the idea. But I think about it like I'm setting a boundary so that something good can happen, you know, because I think with setting boundaries, it doesn't have to necessarily be with other people. It could just be with yourself. And I actually do think that boundaries are for ourselves, not for other people necessarily, even though sometimes, yes, we do want to set them with other people, but it's also deciding for ourselves what we're willing to deal with or not. And setting boundaries could be something related to time, time management, could be something related to social media. I keep seeing now, because of course it's the start of the year, a lot of People saying to go through your social media feed and clean it up for just to get rid of following anybody who maybe doesn't uh, fall in line with your priorities or your values or your you know interests anymore. And I think that that's an interesting way to 
look at your life from a different perspective in work-life clarity because what you consume on social media or in general online or, you know, TV, whatever your device is, I think that it does influence some work-life clarity. It can be a distraction or it can be a positive thing, right? Or it could be a negative without you even realizing it sometimes. That is so true. It is it's so cool that you mentioned that because I literally did that at the end of last year, like during the it takes like a while. last yeah late <laughs> December. I did I just one evening. I was like, you know what? I'm fed up of seeing certain things in my feed, and I just cleaned up my Instagram and like LinkedIn accounts because, like, I've been thinking about that a lot too over the holiday break. Some of it is this the stuff that we actively look for, like, you know, maybe it's information you're looking for online like or in social media, but then it's also the stuff that's being fed to us or is constantly, like, you know, up in our face with certain, you know, I don't know, like reels or posts or just like a way of talking about certain things that if you think over and over again, like, oh, I disagree with this or it makes me like, I don't like seeing this, then I felt like to myself that was a trigger for me to finally clean it up and and not see it on my feet anymore. (laughs) That's a very good point. But, or even if you find that you're not engaging with somebody you've followed before, like, I don't know, we all have the scrolling habit, right? But I find that when I am going through, and I use Instagram more than other social media, so I'm using that as an example, but I think a lot of people can relate to this where you find yourself scrolling and you always pass that particular account without really looking at it. That's a sign that you're really not interested in that anymore. Otherwise, you would stop and watch whatever, you know, story or read the post or whatever it is. And there's something interesting about Instagram now. It's not super new or anything, but it's newer where you can go in and you can look at everybody you follow and it will show you at the top, I think it's at the top, the accounts that you interact with the least. Yeah. And that's a very quick way to unfollow. And I think that's pretty cool. But yeah, I think doing a regular cleanup is a really good way to get some at least life clarity (laughs) with LinkedIn too. I think you're right. Especially some stuff now on LinkedIn that I'm finding is a little bit, I don't know, I use LinkedIn for work. So I'm seeing a lot of people posting personal things. I'm like, well, that's nice, but you know, that's not why I'm here. And so I think that's a good point. And just social media in general has changed a lot you know, in the past few years that I think a lot of people have become weary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know we talked about it too last year and I find myself more and more thinking that I don't really want to spend much time in social media or post, yeah. Yeah, and it's interesting because I used to use it more for work and I'm using it less for work and I'm focusing more on just very specific ways of communicating with, with people and I think that that's helped me have some clarity because it doesn't feel as busy or as much that needs to be paid attention to, you know? Yeah, I agree. And to close the loop on what you said about boundaries, I completely agree with you. I found it's often used or, you know, it kind of comes across as a negative thing where I agree with you. It starts with yourself. Like it's a boundary that you set for yourself. And maybe sometimes it has to be enforced towards other people in one way or another, but it's really just something you have decided for yourself that you are going to do or not going to do. And one exercise that I did as I was planning 
this coming month is just to look at the different aspects of work life and and write down like a word or like a couple of thoughts on priorities and boundaries for each of these areas. And, you know, very few of them are boundaries that I need to communicate or maybe enforce with other people. Most of them are really something I need to be mindful of myself. Yeah. And I don't know how I came to that conclusion a couple of years ago, but I thought, wow, I'm thinking about boundaries, but really it's what I'm willing to deal with or not, willing to accept or not, you know, willing to put up with or not from whatever aspect of life, people or something like that. You know, same with social media. It's what you let in. Are you willing to let in something that's distracting to you that you're not really interested in? And if you're absorbing this information that you're not really interested in, like, why are you doing that? I think it's important to question ourselves about those things. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, interesting. I do think we have evolved over the past four years with this concept. (laughs) I know. Yeah. And I'm really curious how, you know, what other people think about that. Mm -hmm. So if you're listening to this episode and you want to drop us a note on LinkedIn, maybe you can find us on LinkedIn and let us know if you are thinking about work-life clarity for this coming year or maybe the coming quarter or the next month and what your thoughts are on this. I'd love to hear from you. Yeah, for sure. And before we wrap this up, we want to remind everybody that although this is our last episode and we won't be releasing new ones, at least not for the foreseeable future, who knows if there will ever be a revival. Yeah. (laughs) But you can always check our website. We'll keep that going at smarthabitsfortranslators.com. And you can find all of our previous episodes there as well as the show notes. And we, of course, would still love for you to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen so that other translators and interpreters can still find the podcast um, and, you know, take in anything that they find interesting as well. And so I guess to close it out, we just want to say thank you. Yes, thank you. Thanks for for listening. Thanks for supporting the podcast over the years. Thanks for evolving with us. And we really hope that you'll stay in touch with us. And we look forward to being able to see everybody at, you know, different events, either online or in person, wherever we may cross paths. Right, exactly. Yeah, the podcast may be closing for now, but we're still here. So we hope to stay in touch and we're really grateful for your support over the years. Yeah, thanks everybody. All right, thanks. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.